I am the devil. Whoa. That's right. Greasy conversation. Yeah, episode we did it, fifteen of season three. Welcome. It's happening. And I feel like I've started like keeping track of how old I'm getting by the episode numbers. Nice. So. Fifteen episodes old of season three episodes yeah. old. I've totally lost my frame of reference for like age. <laughs> if I feel older or younger though. A little bit of both at the same time. Beautiful. I'm loving it. Hey everyone, welcome to Radio Vegas.rocks. That's our submarine of, of truth and virtue and perseverance. Yeah, because we're that talk show now where there's virtue <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> So we're doing it. We're online and uh, we're really focusing on making the YouTube stream the best secondary to the Radio Vegas.rocks radio broadcast. Thank you, people around the people all over the world. <laughs> so, anyway, boom. So, hey, yeah. uh, we got it. Yeah, here we go. That's the mood there. That's the mood. We're lit up. feel like it's kind of too wide of an angle, so let's enjoy that. Probably. Oh, check this out. Hey, start us on some gladness. Hey, everyone, welcome. We're rolling into the madness or whatever. The saneness. Get ready. It's going to be all kinds of sane. I actually, before we jump into news, I want to touch on a subject that's very close to my heart. Yours, too, I think, was... And this is kind of a follow-up from last week. Yeah. We talked about the Flat Earth Cruise, right? A bunch of Flat Earthers are going on a cruise to find the edge of the world. Cool. So we're all going to discover how flat the Earth is together now? Yeah. But I was thinking about this over the weekend, and I came up with what I think is the best argument against Flat Earth, just hands down. Oh, yeah? Right? Hear me out. Capitalism. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because if the Earth was flat... And we knew about it, all right? The government is not going to stop motherfuckers from making money off the edge of the earth. There oh, for di- sure. That'd Disney, be a major tourism spot. Disney would have a fucking theme park there. Yeah. All right? There'd be movies. There'd be movie studios on the edge of the earth all day. Everything would be happening on the edge of the earth. There'd be, you know, like, Ibiza would happen at the <laughs> uh, happen at the edge of the earth. Everything would happen... Imagine, like, come see the fucking edge of the earth. Stare off into space, man. There's no way. That's money yeah. on the table. You know what I- Yeah. And you don't leave money on the table. No, you don't. All right? No sane capitalist is not going to reveal the edge of the earth, right? We're not table money leavers. Yeah, it's true. You just, you just can't do it. So that's, that, that's the nail in the coffin. All right? For sure. NASA is not hiding anything. All right? Because if there's money to be made, we're going to fucking make it at whatever the cost, all right? Because we love money, all right? For reals. There's, there's your takeaway, all right? <laughs> I spent all night on that. Beautiful. <laughs> lovely evening. Lovely even. Lovely evening. Hey, lovely evening to everybody. And uh, join us on our new hotel adventure. It's deep across the ocean, but where the ocean ends and the universe begins. That's how we'd market this edge of the world thing. We're this absolutely... Not ridiculous, but hey. But, but the thing is that space is fake anyway. Hashtag space is fake. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, of so. course. I mean, bungee jump off the edge of the earth. Or if the earth is flat and like in some giant ice globe, whatever. I mean, 
whatever the ex- I don't know how you come to that conclusion, but you could like yeah, that's a weird one. You could sled down the ice dome <laughs> off the edge of the earth. I mean, shit, ten thousand dollars a pop, got it made, man. I don't know what we're doing here, dude. Excellent. That would be funny if that was like an ongoing thing. Is like we have a different argument about the earth being round every episode, because <laughs> that's like there's a few. Hey, shout out your own uh, explanations about how space is fake in the comments below. Yeah, or how it's real. <laughs> let's uh, let's you know, it's still up for just dis- all things are always up for yeah. discussion because opinions are just as valid as facts. We're taking opposite sides on this. I'm gonna argue that space is fake, and then Greg is gonna back me up on how space is fake. So we'll totally just kidding, you guys. Come on, don't don't discredit space, and we'll lose our space economy dealing with all this money we're making off of space. Yeah. Because space is so lucrative right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You can't mine asteroids. <laughs> Let me bring this so back down to Earth that it comes into our own minds. No. Because I'm stoked to talk about Elon Musk's Neuralink. Oh, yeah. I just love this idea. I've been stoked on this type of idea for a while. So he brought this up on Joe Rogan, but wasn't ready to make any kind of official announcement. Mm-hmm. But. I'm actually pleased that it's not so pie in the sky uh, as one might speculate when you're talking about getting digital information in and out of a human brain. Yeah. The plan is actually not even entirely revolutionary, but it's on a revolutionary scale. So we have put electrodes into brains before and gotten... um, local electrical signals out of the brain and interpreted them and put them into the brain this way. But it's been uh, a resolution of like a handful of electrodes yeah, in yeah. an area that probably does some other stuff in the brain. You, it can only be so pinpointed. And then there might be multiple s- spots in the brain doing stuff too. But then there's also a, what I think is a related technology of, uh, a device for the blind that goes on the tongue and is a matrix of electrodes or, or uh, pokers or something. But uh, an image of a camera can be put on that just like a dot metric screen, like a game boy screen or something. Mm -hmm. And the person sees it on their tongue and they start to interpret these uh, sensations on their tongue with their visual cortex. Eventually the brain rewires itself and they're yeah, actually seeing through this other organ. So that's one of the uh, close, closer applications that this could go to. If this is going to a part of the brain that uh, is capable of getting like a matrix of information put into it, even if it's not originally for sight, mm-hmm. it could be a portion of the brain that's not doing much anyway for example, but that just is capable of, of processing data like that. But uh, what's revolutionary about what he's doing is going to be the resolution. Uh, so the idea is to get electrodes in there and put them in the brain like we've done since the 60s or whatever, but have resolution on, the, on that nanoscale, tinier than any screen that's in the viewfinder of a camera, hella tiny, neuron tiny. So that's that's the thing. That's how Neuralink could start. And what's exciting is how plastic the brain is means that this doesn't have to be exact or the best resolution at first to be a breakthrough, to make steps and to help people with disabilities, at least, and that was where it can start. But the inevitability is thought to be that we could eventually 
augment human capability by getting actual information in and out that way. Yeah, the idea is to like create kind of like a hard drive and processor in your brain to make your brain function better. And yeah, store you way could like, more information than you could. Google, uh, mind Google, close your eyes and wiggle your nose and Google stuff. Right. And be like, like oh, dude, he was 27 when he died. Uh, but I'm at, like, I've always, I mean, ever since The Matrix, which that movie's now like 20 years old or something. Yeah, that's that's great. But just like <laughs> downloading information, like, hey, I need I need to know how to fly a helicopter like right now. 30 seconds okay yeah the idea of it being like a skill like that is so heavy because i immediately think of like a like facts like oh, okay uh load me up with all the trivial pursuit data i need to win jeopardy or something like that right but, dude but, i'm totally kicking ass at pub quiz yeah. but so is everyone else yeah that'd be a different world right shit but, but we be, might see that i don't but think about people because there's there's a segment of humanity that is kind of against like that type of just it seemed like anti-information i guess would be a good way to put it you know well no there's a, there's an okay argument that uh, we'd have a huge kind of gap between people that could afford these augmentations and people that can't yeah totally and that it would further widen the gap between the rich and the poor and make it harder to have an in uh, middle class but historically, that argument was made for the advantages of the automobile, for whether you could get the rapid information that a radio brings into your home. Yeah. Only the rich people are going to be able to get the latest news if only they can afford a radio. But now, like, you can get a radio. Uh, they used to give you a free radio for, like, a magazine subscription and stuff. Yeah. Because like, radio's lying around. Uh, like, a dollar at the thrift store will get you something that picks up radio. TV's another one. And so if this can be like that to where, sure, it benefits the rich at first, but eventually it's such the standard. Yeah. And that always happens. Like, I mean, capitalism will dictate that. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can make uh, a lot of money selling it to rich people for a higher price, but you could make way more money selling it to a hundred or a thousand times as many people for a lower price. So yeah. And that's I mean, better publicity for it yeah. too. Cause then people want to be in with it. And then I, I, I see it being similar to uh, cosmetic surgery, like for cleft palates and other birth defects that are actually uh, way more common than people think. But people that have had that birth defect repaired are walking among us where you wouldn't even know. Yeah. And uh, that was, I'm sure, a concern at that time that, like, hey, what about the people that can't afford this cosmetic surgery? Right. Well, eventually they get to. And unfortunately, there's parts of the world where people still can't afford surgeries like that. Yeah. But there's organizations that help with that. And it's just something that us in I the mean, Western world how, don't see. How far does it go, though? Like, what if it, by the time it becomes able to be implemented, like, it seems like technology is moving so rapidly now that, like, it's not just, like, this idea of a hard drive in your brain or something like that. Then it can transmit. So uh, you can control your smart house or smart apartment just by thinking about shit. Like it just picks it up. It knows when you're too hot. Mm -hmm. It just fucking knows because it's connected to your brain, your little brain implant. Like everything that you interact with could eventually be able to just like connect with any of us. I mean, uh, I, I'm not worried about an era when kids just get implants at a certain age and it's just cultural and safe and standard 
but we're probably not going to live through that. And I'm kind yeah, of yeah. glad because having that upbringing, I'd be fine. It's like wearing glasses, whatever, uh, uh, or uh, ingrown toenail surgery or any kind of random, like intrusive thing. Or if I had to get like a pacemaker, that's fine. Uh, but otherwise, this idea of having this implanted, I feel like I'm already enough of an old man that I would want the kids to, to do that and they can do some amazing work. And I don't mind if they're way more capable than me because I can live out the rest of my day doing the rest of the stuff that one can still do without these implants because I'm going to be scared of the first generations anyway. I'm yeah. already really uncomfortable with any kind of jewelry or anything on my skin much. I'm not a tattoo person. I just got a thing with that. I'm like the last candidate for any kind of <laughs> implanted device yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm the kind of person that would scrape it out of my skin in my sleep. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> so yeah. it's like I'd fucking total recall that shit out of my nose. Oh God. Uh, I know. So it's, it's one of those things that like subconsciously stuff like that bothers me a lot extra. Yeah. And I mean, I'd totally do it. Yeah. So right bless you for that. Cause I feel like there's going to be an era where we don't all have to, and I hope to just ride that out until my grandkids or whatever right. can just grow up cool with it. And I'm fine with that being a generational thing. I'll totally lean on them. It's like right now, uh, cars got to the point where I got to lean on someone to do most crazy car repairs. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. okay with that. That they, <laughs> that like maybe there is an era when I could have done everything to my car, and now it's not that time. Uh, all right, at least cars are cheaper. That's the thing. My car is way better and way cheaper than they were in that era proportionately. Yeah, yeah. Adjusted for inflation or whatever. I have a really cheap car. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I also kind of like worry about like a divide in society of like people who want to do that and it causes some like revolution and yeah. people who don't, you know? And that's so plausible. I see in my head this like all totally cool thing where we're just all getting along and stuff. But whenever there's that big of gap of capability, it leads to some like major like divide between cultures. Yeah. I guess. Or It'll be like the greasers and the soches. <laughs> <laughs> the sharks and the jets. <laughs> yeah, the datas and the wharfs. I don't know. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be datas and lores. Because lore was his brother. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, that's like two kinds of datas. Yeah. Because wharf is like analog, eating bugs, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. knife and necks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. a better that's a better comparison. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I win. I was wrong. <laughs> Everyone hates me now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another quick robot thing while we're on. Oh, no, we're not on robots yet. Okay, never mind. Your news. Your turn. How is it? Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> it's your turn. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, we got we got a few of these today, I think. Maybe. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, guess where this happened. Oh, I guess where it happened moment. We Yeah. Guess where it happened. Hey, dog friends. Come hey. here. They probably can't right. hear the dogs in the mics yeah. as much as we can, but it's fun. I want they come come receive a petting. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got some dog time. We yeah. All right, sorry, we're celebrating so, some animals. Walmart had to ban a woman who was riding around in an electric cart. Oh man, drinking was it wine through a Pringles can? Out of a Pringles can. <gasps> Pringles can of wine. Yeah. Is that I, because you can reseal the top? I'm trying to figure out why. I don't know. I mean, maybe she just had like a fuck it moment. And she's like, "This is a cup." <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, but it's it's actually pretty genius, right? Like, what if you're just driving down the high, like you're just driving down the road, you get pulled over, yeah. just pop the, just put it, it's in your cup holder, just pop the cap on that bad boy. You know what? Yeah. This is actually a notch more advanced 
than the old, not that I'm giving you guys ideas, but getting a fast food beverage and just dumping it and then pouring alcohol into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Making it look like it's just your Wendy's cup or whatever. Yeah. This is this is not something that a cop would likely open and sniff. Yeah, this is even more genius. Yeah. But seriously, no, don't drink and drive. Just it's, it, Don't do it. It's dumb. No, but anyway. let's pretend she Ubered there and then... The real trouble came for her when she was on a like a rascal, like a Walmart. She was, yeah, cart. she was on one of the Walmart carts, the electrical carts, and she apparently didn't need it. <laughs> but I see people do that all the time. I don't know with all that wine in her. Maybe she had. Maybe she did. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she was. And then just driving around, <laughs> driving around for a couple hours in Walmart, just drinking wine out of a Pringle scan. <laughs> and the cops had to come and uh, kick her off the premises. You know what? If that shopping cart was like full of legit items, she was going to purchase. You know they would have not given a a, a, a rat's, uh, you know, they wouldn't have cared. Yeah, right. She was riding around in the parking lot, apparently, since like 6.30 a.m. Oh, man, just cruising. She wasn't even in the store. She eventually, like, went in the store and then, uh... <laughs> There's so much to, like, unpack with this. Yeah. I love this. And then, but, all right, so she started at 6.30 a.m. All right, that's some day drinking. Right, you're committed. Yikes. And then the cops were the cops. More than daydreaming. That's like wake and wake and uh, what's the opposite of bake? <laughs> no, <laughs> day and, drinking. Wake and stone. Wake and, yeah. no, wake and drink? Never mind. You guys help me out. So she started at 6.30 and then the cops didn't show, they didn't like get a hold and the cops didn't show up until like 9. <laughs> just, well, I mean, as a police officer, that would not be a high priority for me. No, no, no. True. I was saying like, that as if I'm a police I wonder how long like the people at Walmart are like. She's in the store just cruising around, just, like, taking swigs out of a Pringles can. <laughs> and they're like, uh, this lady's drinking something out of a Pringles can? Like, what the fuck is going on with this lady? She's running into shit? Man. Man. I, I'm just really curious, like, if uh, some other people can maybe try this for us. But, like, do just do your regular Walmart shopping this way. Like, purchase your regular items. Be, like, a legit customer. But just drink from get soused on a pringles can and like you know uber back or whatever but not to not to be brand specific my, you can take a lift back yeah my my question is how much wine fits in a pringles can i'm oh, curious dude, it's gotta be like a whole bottle yeah it's pretty it's gotta be pretty close because you don't have the neck part yeah that's true it's just the same cylinder oh yeah and yeah. you don't have the bevel at the bottom it's probably like, like the, perfect to curve at the bottom is that a bevel? Is that what this is called? I don't know. I'm going to call it a bevel, yeah. yeah. Sounds sounds right. Sounds You correct. don't have the little boople in there in and the bottom? Most, most people agree with me, so. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We're, we're exploring the, the experience of being agreed with by most. All right, so where did this happen? State? I'll take state, city, state, whatever. I'm, I'm feeling Montana. Mm. Mm, okay, can I do some, like, is, okay, east or west? Mid, maybe? Mid, mid one of those? Oh, is this... I can't a... picture it. I'm, like, terrible at geography since fifth grade. <gasps> is it one of the ones that has a panhandle on it? A panhandle? Yeah, is there a panhandle? I don't know. I can't, I can't picture it, man. Oh, uh, Oklahoma? No. Mm, um, Kentucky? Ohio. No, I think that, like... I use the... Wichita oh, Falls? Wichita Falls. That's in Kentucky, right? I don't even I feel know. Like we don't have the state. <laughs> I feel like it's in Kentucky. <laughs> okay, wait. Or no, Kansas. Oh, dude. So one of my answers was right. 
Yeah, I think you said. I'm pretty sure you said Kansas. I hella. I actually said Tex Kansas. To Kansas. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Counting it. I mean, <laughs> there we go. Oh. Counting it. I love it. All right. So that's that news. All right. Do you have any others that you know or are aware that this happened? Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Ooh, all right. Okay. This one's kind of. This one's just weird, man. All right, so this dude apparently went into a Taco Bell, got into an altercation with some of the staff, and attempted to stab one of the staff. Kind of gave him a little a little flesh wound. Nothing serious, right? Just kind of grazed the skin, gave him a little cut, gave him a little slice of Rooney. And uh, when cops arrived, they find... The Taco Bell staff, they kind of separated themselves in like a back room or something. And they find the dude who did the, the stabbing, or attempted stabbing, inside the cooler, the walk-in cooler. And he had stabbed himself. Oh, Way worse freaky. than he had tried to stab the Taco Bell employee. So it was kind of like a murder-suicide, but from a world without guns is available? Yeah, and it wasn't a murder or a suicide. Oh, everyone's just, okay. He just Eventually. way injured himself, like, way worse than he injured anyone oh. else on the scene. Dang. Like, this sounds like a tragic, like, place, mindset place. Yeah. You know what was behind this? Like, yeah, this the dude, dude laid just, off or something? Yeah, and he just, uh... Really? Was, Did I guess right on the layoff? No, where was... What? Oh, I, I thought maybe he might have been laid oh, off or no, some I don't traumatic I, event. Yeah, I don't think... So. It doesn't mention anything about that. This um, doesn't sound premeditated. No. <laughs> Doesn't sound thought out at all. No, maybe he had an issue with the employee, but it doesn't really specify. I don't know. If, yeah, it's like, uh, oh, I hate this employee enough to stab them, but then I hate myself more. And then how did I get in the walk-in? Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe so he, he was, was not an employee, and he got in the walk-in too. Yeah, well, he I mean, well after he attacked them, they like ran off and and hid in a room, like maybe in a manager's office or something, you know. Uh, and then he was like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna go in the walk-in freezer and stab myself. Jeez. He I had mean, to go hey, to the hospital. Stay busy. And the person he attacks, like, was it wasn't an issue at all. They weren't stabbed enough to get hospital time. No, the person he attacked, it was just like he just basically like tried to to stab him or cut him and like caught him as they were moving away on the wrist or something. Oh, okay. So like, it wasn't like it wasn't life threatening or anything. It wasn't serious, <sighs> but. He, like, fucked himself up and had to go to the hospital. This is why we got to get self-driving robots to make our fast food. Right? To keep our fast food workers safe so they're not you know interacting with the public or, yeah. or, like, don't have a job anymore. Roboticize everything. Though <laughs> so the thing is, there's got to be so many killer jobs that we can do that are easier when robots are doing a lot of physical labor and stuff. Yeah. Because I, I really think that we don't just lose jobs from that any more than we lost jobs from... Uh, factory, the factories, man. There's probably no single thing in human uh, invention time or whatever that probably uh, killed more jobs, but then made more. And then you know, factories got more and more automated, and that means less jobs. And yet we weathered the storm or or whatnot. It's just you know, there's new jobs that happen when new tech happens, and people have more capability. Yeah. Although it's worrisome that the, the wages aren't increasing with increasing productivity. Like we were talking about yeah. earlier today, the productivity is going up and wages are just flatlined. flatlined. Yeah. yeah. I think there's like a point of diminishing returns, though, where like eventually 
the result of automation, like there's just not going to be enough jobs unless we just invent shit to do. Well, I hope you're right because look at how much we've done that invent shit to do currently. I mean, in the, the luxury commodities markets uh, of all the different things that, uh, so like lower class, middle class people uh, make art and products that wealthy people buy and as wealthy people replace their workforce with robots and get more wealth, they tend to also keep buying stupid stuff that uh, poor people whittle and stuff like that. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's going to be a factor, but we can't depend on that because that starts to sound like trickle-down economics. Yeah, well, and like also, like, not practical I mean, everyone make, just making random shit. Mm, like, everyone's up on Etsy oh, yeah, trying I know. to sell shit, you know? Not practical. Not, not going to happen. <laughs> Like, but no, I, I mean, there's like room there, but I think at some point it's going to be like, there's not going to be enough jobs to replace ones lost. I don't know when me, that'll happen, but a part of me is kind of like good because if that leads to uh minimum, what I can never remember what it's called. Oh, uh, that living wage action. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's like guaranteed basic income or yeah, universal basic income. Universal basic income. Sounded pretty gross when I first heard about it, but give it a shot. Obviously, there's some details with that that would like need to be a factor. But anyway, I could I could go in a rabbit hole discussing that. I'm not super qualified, but I I, I say give it a shot um, and yep. don't just immediately throw that idea in the dumpster because it might be the solution to this, and it might lead to a renaissance of better shit on netflix and and better music on spotify than we've ever heard before what if it leads to star trek man that's what i want it could if we could be all enterprising it up violating all kinds of prime directives out there just don't get the fucking red shirt man you're you're golden (laughs) that's the thing when robots are doing everything we're all just like red shirts then we're just diving over railings no wait (laughs) we give all the robots red shirts boom and we're fucking golden man with Perfect. gold shirts, just like in Star <laughs> yeah. Trek. Yeah, we have the gold shirts. Well, oh, man. Engineering crew. That's right, man. Right? Yeah. Is gold engineer crew? I think so. I don't remember. Gold is like cool people. Yeah. Um, all right, so where did the Taco Bell stabbing happen? Uh, the Taco Bell stabbing occurred. It's not in a place you're going to guess. Oh. I'll, just, I'll just tell you well, that that's much. discouraging. Yeah. I'm just telling you straight <laughs> up, man. Is it in the United States? Yes. Okay. Well, Very that, much so. I, I totally nailed it then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this guy. What state? I'll just take a state. Oh, a state will do? Uh, I'm going to say Oregon. They haven't been brought What? Did I do it? No, you fucking jackass. Oh, oh man. I fucking quit the show. Yeah, man. No one guesses Oregon. Right? No <laughs> one does. That's why I was so I was so confident. That, like, but you Oregon's were... suitably weird, so it was like, that was a good move in that way. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I was trying to be all uppity. <laughs> You'll never guess this shit. Oh, man. You can't. You can't. Uh, you can't fool the fooler. You don't know where shit happens. You can't unguess the guesser. Right. <laughs> oh man, this guy's. All right, I want I want you to break down some news for me because I didn't dive into these articles because I was working hell over time this week. So that's okay. You threw a lot of good ones in here. Kudos. So I'm all um, about breaking. I want to hear about. I want to hear about the uh, the robot that helped the police defuse the standoff situation. Well. It's simple enough. A uh, robot, the kind that would usually be used for defusing a bomb, yeah. 
was handed a vape pen, which it obediently took, and then it carried this vape pen to a hostager. That's what they're called, right? Yeah. One of them hostage keepers. Yeah. So this person had a hostage, and he he just wanted like a pack of cigarettes. And I don't know why this was like the solution, like why they didn't just robot him some cigarettes. Yeah. But um, and, and then maybe I just have this wrong. That's a possibility too, because this was like, I, I found this article uh, right after the show last week, so uh, it's a little bit, a little fuzzy. But it, basically, the robot saved a life delivering this vape pen to appease this hostager. That to, to like de-hostage himself. I mean, awesome, great job, robot. We all appreciate your service. Uh, damn, that's some nicotine addiction. <laughs> like, yo, yeah, I, I am fucking addicted to nicotine, hardcore. <laughs> all right, but not like hostage taking into. But addicted. I would like, okay, I'll just, I'll just be pissy and act like a little <laughs> bitch for like two days if I don't have nicotine. All right, and like everyone will be mad at me because I'm acting like more of a dick than I usually do, and uh, you know that's that. Like, taking a hostage because you want some fucking cigarettes? Holy shit, man. And then, like, you get that vape pen, you're like, all right, I, 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 that's all right. I can get over this now. I can move. Yeah, you're that, like. That brought him down. It's like, oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm really, like, you can't borrow whatever, what, I don't know how much cigarettes are now, like six or seven bucks, probably. Fucking A. This like, sounds like a failure of, like, uh, mental health. Low, <laughs> like, like, you don't know anyone you can bum a couple cigs off. You can't borrow ten bucks to get a pack of cigarettes to tide you over or something, man. This this is just I just I sound like someone needs a social worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Agree. I'm, I'm almost feeling bad because that's like that's way over the the nicotine addiction edge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just there's some counseling that needs to come into play here. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Oh my god! Not in those other times when someone takes a hostage. I just, I can't, I can't imagine what the robot was thinking. Right? He was probably just thinking, move forward 10 feet, <laughs> raise hand. He was scared out of inches. his wits. <laughs> Trembling in his little treads. Right? He's like, this guy's nuts. So, speaking of nuts, is that a logical segue right now? Oh, totally. You know. I we've, know. We've I know got where you're going. Dudes, dudettes. We've got lady dudes. That's a thing for sure. You could be dudes too. Yeah. It's it's off-putting. It's almost uh, (laughs) like, like, like that should be like, that's like a known sign when someone's like not interested in you. Like ladies, when you're in the friend zone, like you're, that's the dude. That's why it's like, kind of like, I mean, you're, we're in the friend zone, right? So I can call you dude. Right. But I mean, if we can be more than that together as a family, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll allow it. Uh, where am I going with this? Oh, ads. We've got the best <laughs> ads. We've got the, the best. The, the ads today are like, I'm super stoked on them. The, the Radio Vegas.rocks crew, particularly Jay, really put the ad effort on Nitro and Nitroed it up today. So before, before I fucking spoil anymore, get ready. This is, hey, th- hey remember the old times? It's, uh, advertising chug. Commercial, commercial chug. Oh, wait, commercial, chug. commercial chug. Commercial chug. It's always good watching Kim shove meat in that hole. Jesse Ray doesn't shove it down your throat, though. I shove it down my throat. Because once that meat touches your lips, you'll be begging for more. 
So visit them, Jensen Raids, 5611 South Valley View on the corner of Valley View and Russell. Some amazing, reasonably priced barbecue that's delicious. One best barbecue sauce last year. And again. And again this year. Make sure to check them out. It's ridiculously convenient and even more ridiculously delicious. If you're in Vegas, <laughs> you go to Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Their corn is absolutely amazing. I'm a fan of corn anyways. So visit them, Jetsy Rage, 5611 South Valley View of Mention Radio. Vegas. That rocks. Get 10% off, everybody. And uh, they also do catering. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Uh, Jesse Ray's, we talk about him almost every episode, and that's the official announcement that 10% off can be yours by mentioning Radio Vegas. Dot rocks. And then these buddies wearing them right now, been vouching for them with experience uh, and hollering them manually, but we've got an actual commercial with them. And I second it. This commercial talks about the isolation. Isolation situation is really good. These actually would be great headphones to monitor with recording vocals uh, in like a singer environment. Check it out. Kicker Audio. Living loud. I gotta tell you, these are amazing headphones, so please go out and purchase Kicker. These things are sweet. My studio headphones are like 400 bucks, and they don't bleed. If you're a musician out there and you record your music, you don't want any kind of bleed at all, because, you know, the music bleeds through, it comes through on the microphone, and if you're a singer, that kind of sucks. Kicker Audio. Living loud. Loud. And, you know, not just loud, but a pretty balanced frequency representation if i do say so they're not overly bassy like you might expect for a company known for their amazing car audio woofer situation but then hey one more in this little break this is one we've been bopping around all excited about we've got uh and i mean is it a spoiler to say that this commercial is hilarious i find it freaking hilarious this might be the best one bookmark this this is our favorite commercial of the day prepare yourself Dude wives. Stink nuts. Oh, so gross. You yeah. just feel how gross. Yeah. You like you want somebody to go down on that? Like, or what is that? Is that swamp ass? Or like, yeah, actually. Yeah, like, you like you feel like you could just uh, scoop that's, the goop. It's that's so, so gross. But that's what it feels like. Like these girls don't understand what it's like. That balls. So we have dude wipes to and clean the, clean that up. And it totally helps. I'm not gonna lie. You take a quick dude shower down there. For every awesome, stanky, and highly questionable situation. Quick dude shower, dudeproducts.com. Sorry if that got a little too visual for you, but hey, real talk, that's where life goes sometimes. That's sometimes where life takes us. And that's what we've got to do about it together. Uh, living at large and uh, out loud, right? Come on. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-709-4389. 800-709-4389. 800-709-4389. That's, That's right. It. You guys, Zip Fizz, 
Uh, also, you know, debt situation. These folks have helped us out with debt stuff and like our listeners, but you got to mention Radio Vegas.rocks when you play back that number, rewind it, play it several times in your sleep. But then before we move on, hey, Zip Fizz. Zip Fizz. Seriously, this is like driving my force today. This is like my healing energy of the day. And uh, there's flavors you put in the water and you just enjoy yourself. Yeah. If it wasn't yummy, I wouldn't be messing with it. If it was super crashy, I'd have no time for that either. Zip fizz, climb on in. And then, uh, so now, let's continue. Yeah. You've been fast forwarding. Cut, cut out the fast forwarding and climb back in with us, which I say with commercials like this and our delightful, uh, you know, the things that go in between the commercials, I, you know, I'm proud of that and I'm happy to mm-hmm. share with you. And then enough bragging about ourselves. Let's climb into the, excuse me, <laughs> other piece of robot news that we have. We, before the break, talked about um, a robot that delivered a vape pen to save the day. Yeah. Oh, that man. holy fella. But another robot was less friendly to a patron at CES who was taking pictures of the LIDAR, which is like radar with lasers. Oh, nice. Assembly on top of one of the self-driving car fellows. And it happened to be the self-driving car known with known for having the LIDAR that reaches the furthest. They have the best, most powerful LIDAR. Mm-hmm. But camera sensors with their giant optics in front of them and the way the light can get focused can be much more uh, delicate and, and get damaged by light that actually wouldn't hurt the human eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what happened in this case. This person was photographing this LIDAR unit on top of this self-driving car while it was operating, which, I mean, a lot of people are bringing up the fact that why was it operating? Yeah. Because, I mean, when the car is going around, they're insisting that it's totally safe for human eyes. It can just sometimes it's a known thing that consumers have been warned of before. They said, I mean, I didn't see any signs on the show floor about this, mm. but apparently consumers have been warned that radar uh, LIDAR units can um, damage camera sensors. Hmm. But there wasn't anything on their booth that said that, that yeah. I, from what I can read. Uh, nor was there any reason for the LiDAR to be operating. What are you yeah. showing off? It's not even visible light that it uses. It's infrared light, and the camera could filter out infrared light, but they don't usually on professional units because it affects the uh, night, uh, the ability to get low-light situations. Okay. But humans, it's out of the spectrum that we even see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the big reason why it's at, in a safe range. I mean, enough energy, even if it's not where we can see it and it'll burn a hole or whatever. It's like microwave energy is electromagnetic too, and it burns stuff just fine, even though we can't see it. But, okay, safe, kind of sloppy. Why was it even running? Yeah. No one's gonna, was it going to see that little thing spinning around in there? How neat. Look at it spin. It's got LiDAR. You just freaking know already. So uh, Maybe it turned <laughs> itself on. Oh, don't photograph me. Right. <laughs> is that paparazzi snap? Maybe it was having an... Intimate moment with itself. Intimate moment. Yeah. It's like, hey, I just want to lidar it up right now. Yeah. Don't don't photograph me. I'm I'm private time. Don't come into my room, mom. <laughs> I'm busy. Self-driving cars are in the rebellious teenagers phase. Right. It's true. 
right, enough with the robots. What you got lined up? All right. Should we should we jump into old White Housey news? We probably should get what you've got over with because we've got so many zesty tidbits today. Yeah, and I know no one like I know politics is fucking exhausting, right? Especially like these last couple years seem pretty fucking exhausting. Yeah, we're not going to tired of it. This. But it, it's important to like keep up with and know what's going on because it interacts with like every part of our lives ultimately mm. right so government's been shut down for about a month i think 28 days now um and due to the wall the border wall right because trump wants five billion dollars for the border wall he's not going to budge on it the democrats offered not that i'm like preaching for one side or the other conceded to over a billion dollars to go yeah. for the wall he got over a billion dollars approved for the wall, but that was enough. It had to be five billion. Yeah. For some emergency situation, which by the numbers, by every way that you could measure this, uh, realistically, there is no increase in immigration at all, let alone uh, no. a dramatic emergency increase in immigration, let alone any kind of increase in any kind of dramatic event occurring due to immigration. Yeah. There's, there's literally no immigration crisis in a literal way just a, like a spoken words that come together to say immigration crisis but no actual thing that fits what those words mean yeah i mean if you if you operate on the assumption that like you can just say things and that becomes reality then sure there's an immigration crisis uh i'm also a billionaire uh you know i mean all kinds i mean you could say all kinds of shit but whatever um but it, it like the facts don't bear it out uh Southern border crossings are the lowest they've been in 20 years, of him decreasing for 20 years. And there's not, like, masses of terrorists. Or Wasn't mass- it, like, three or four times the amount of uh, terrorists caught crossing the Canadian border than yeah. the Mexican border? Yeah, it was, like, twice as many. It was eight crossing the Canadian border versus, I believe, 30-something, 40-something crossing the Canadian border. Yeah, it's a really low number on either side. Um, and like most terrorism is fucking domestic. It's done by people who already live here who are radicalized, whether if they're, you know, from some other country or they're American. Like there's, you're, you're more likely to, uh, be killed by an American doing something that would be classified as terrorism, even though we don't call it that because, you know, politics or whatever. You're even more likely to be hurt by a hate crime. Yeah. Which, you know, radicalizing people against uh, immigration that's actually also affiliated with a specific race is not helpful for the whole hate crime climate either. Yeah. No, all around <laughs> it just seems like, I mean, it's an imaginary scenario, basically. Like, you can, I mean, if you believe in facts, which we should, uh, and all data that we have Not gathered only on that, this. but an emergency wall cannot be built quickly. Yeah, There's like, no way to do a construction project like emergency style. If it was really an emergency, we'd need troops there. That's how we deal with yeah, emergencies. Yeah, like if it's a if if Trump like declared a national emergency, Tr- troops go to national emergencies. Yeah, like a, a giant wall being being built is it, it's not going to happen like in any amount of time. First, like it's just going to be caught up in like just the legalities of it in the first place. Like, are are you gonna confiscate people's property to live on the border i mean it'll yeah it, it's not a realistic thing it's anyway over a thousand miles of land yeah it's like, like 1200 miles uh 
some of it's across the Rio Grande, which like expands and you know so it's we like, can't even build train tracks uh less than 300 miles between la and vegas it's yeah. been decades a hundred years <laughs> this city existing and we can't even get a rail system between one of the most crowded freeways in the united states that happens uh, yeah so the that whole thing is <laughs> how do we get a wall in an emergency status yeah uh, it, it's it's very silly the whole thing um but it's having very real effects on people. There's like 800,000 federal workers who are like not getting paid. TSA workers, national parks are like going to shit. Uh, There's legit danger in flying domestically. When I mean, uh, I kind of view the TSA as more of a show. Yeah, that's uh, put security on. Theater, to, yeah. But there's still things that they catch. But still, there's a lot behind the scenes that catches the the most important things. Yeah. But it's it's kind of setting up a climate that would encourage someone to say, "Hey, if I was going to blow up an airplane or, or take one over or do any kind of domestic terror, now is the time." These TSA agents are blasting DMX or whatever. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> well, I don't know, like what specifically, but there's like some airports where they're just like, "Fuck it," and they're just bla- blasting like. Uh, just like rap songs over yeah. the the intercoms and and everyone knows they're working for free and although it's been misreported that they might not see their money the people that are forced to work it's my understanding that they will see the money eventually they'll get back pay yeah but the back pay is up in the air for a lot of the people that just aren't fully furloughed yeah. and aren't being told to go to work they can yeah. go to work if they want but it's the back pay isn't guaranteed for everyone that's involved in this and it's almost a million people <laughs> oh no! <laughs> One of the dogs got sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, that. Holy shit. Um, that never happens. The last time it was when he ha- Jay had to take off for a while. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So like lines are getting really long at at airport security. TSA agents don't really give a fuck right now. There was a report that some dude actually just took a gun on a plane and like. Didn't do anything. I mean, he just had the gun, took it on the plane, and landed at his destination. But he had a gun on a plane. It's a, it's a thing that can happen now. Yeah, you can casually take a gun on a plane most likely right now. Right? Like, That's what this government shut down. I mean, that sounds like more of a crisis. Yeah. Like, how much of our economy depends on air travel and right? how much of our citizens are using it uh, terrifyingly? Like, the scariest, least safe or like climate to be air traveling or not being able to make their flights when they need to mm. um i mean like atlanta I, the super bowl is happening in like a couple weeks i guess yeah yeah, yeah. and i think it's happening in atlanta um and that's like one of the busiest airports in the country it just it's and not it's like worth a shit it. show you could hate immigration you could want the wall more than anything and i don't see this as worth it no, no, no. Like, it's going to be this years. puts too many people in danger for something that's not putting anyone immediately in danger. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just crazy. Like, legit danger. Like, all the way dead, graveyard dead, actual national catastrophe is possible with this complete lack of funding for people that are supposed to be protecting us. Yeah. I mean, not to mention, like, law enforcement on the national level. Military is now like no longer receiving paychecks. Um, National Guard. 
you know, behind that supposed theater of safety that the TSA represents, uh, who knows the attitudes of the people that actually behind the scenes do most of the protection of our airline situation. Yeah. It's like, if that's what the theater looks like, how's the, how's the actual, how's that support staff? We wouldn't even know who's there or not. Like, what if there's just so many people at the airport and they just like, are like, fuck it, fuck security. Like, just full on riot at the airport or something. There's so many people that are that bitter and then also respond to situations that way. Yeah. And some people don't know how to respond to things and just get that herd mentality. Yeah. It's just a powder keg. It's honestly amazing to me that people have flown safely through so much of this month already. Right. Yeah. Which I hate saying. It's terrifying, but it's the deal. And I feel like I don't want to fear monger. We don't fear monger here on this show usually, but that's like, like the most that's legit. Like, yeah. why is that? I, I feel like I, completely baffled that that angle hasn't come up more yeah and the thing and, and national like, parks has come up and national parks being all trashy yeah so sure get to in a minute. and like the thing you you have to pay attention to and i always i always try to pay attention to this because the media does it and it's just the concept of framing where you limit the discussion of something by mm. saying it a certain way you know so this is wait let me let me get my train of thought back because i had it and then it took off it left the station without me so like the framing of things making us yeah, only yeah. talk so, about a certain part of that. Yeah, so so like the Republican side will say that the Democrats don't aren't they're for open borders. You'll hear that. They don't want border security. They don't want to protect America. Which is also like completely black and white. And yeah. It doesn't show for any like nuance in that. And it's like that's just moving the goalpost. It's like you said you wanted a wall and it's like you know, oh well, it's a barrier. It's steel slats. It's you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, we just need more protection at the border, and Democrats don't want that. And like, even though they've offered over a billion dollars, yeah, for they've it. offered money for border protection, <laughs> and there's unspent money that was allotted for border protection last year. That blew my mind that I found out just today. Kudos to you on on digging that up. The fact that there's so much unspent money for border protection that isn't even going to wall action already. So yeah. it's like, really, people should be upset that the wall isn't getting built. Already. Like, this government shutdown isn't getting the wall built. It's just trying to get more money for a wall that's already not getting built with the money they already have. Yeah. So or it's even like started... layers of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really mind-boggling. Even though. if you're, like, really super into the wall, it's layers of crazy. Yeah. I feel like. I don't I'd know, be I just... extra pissed if I was really anti-immigration. And this, is, this is, like one of my big takeaways from the thing, right? Because like, there's this quote from Ronald Reagan that where he says like the, however many words it is like the nine or 10 scariest words you'll ever hear is I'm from the government and I'm here to help like framing that government intrinsically is a bad idea. Maybe it is by maybe the leader of our government. Yeah. We consider. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it is or isn't ultimately in like a big picture, totally objective way. I don't know that, but Really, it's just a collection of representatives that we all decided, like, hey, let's kind of, like, join forces and decide things. And if we elect good people to do that, uh, who actually want to run the government, and a lot the funds that, you know, we all contribute with our taxes, like, maybe it could be good? Yeah, it seems to me that it, it could be good, good or bad. Past. It's just a container. Yeah. It's something that if we don't take control over it, we do it subconsciously anyway. Yeah. Humans, when they group together, uh, 
group to a leader, we form leadership structures intuitively. We do it as children before there's language. Yeah. So that's already in us. It's going to happen. So obviously we need to take charge of it consciously and do it with our freaking conscious cerebrum instead of just letting the cerebellum just lizard brain decision things with your primal like aboriginal brain and uh, just go about everything with how it feels and all these feeling reactions deciding yeah. things based on your gut is ridiculous when your gut hasn't gotten any good information yeah yeah so all right i think that's that's enough political well <laughs> we should dive into real quick and this will probably be breaking uh, throughout the weekend and into next week. But um, this report came out that Michael Cohen, who was Trump's fixer slash lawyer for many years, basically admitted that he lied to Congress about some Trump Tower deal in Moscow, right? Which is obstruction of justice. If that happens, if that factually happens, that's like textbook obstruction of justice. So. And that also means that probably a lot of other uh, members of the Trump transition team and campaign who have spoken to Congress under oath also probably lied about it. There is also admitting to hiring some domestic uh, hacker organization to uh, yeah, rig polls. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Because, like, online polls, you have no idea uh, how rigged or not they are. Mm -hmm. It's whoever put the website together. You can put any number on the screen. But if it's one that uh, is even like a good-natured poll that just didn't have the best security, there's so many layers that you'd have to secure a poll to not have it tampered with. It's different than securing like email or something that's not just like uh, keeping tabs of how many individuals uh, changed this variable. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, there's so many ways to feed false duplicates to a poll. Yeah, and if, like, bot, if they just have like bots... Just like go and submit answers to this poll constantly. I mean, I, who who expects that really? It's a, at the very least misleading. That's not playing fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, think about like how many, like, like back when it was big on like 4chan days, where like they're like there's some fucking online polling contest to name something. Oh right? yeah. And they're like, oh hey everyone, let's just go submit Hitler did nothing wrong. And, like, everything is Hitler did nothing wrong forever because that it just spreads. Uh, a recent, I guess maybe this might be over a year or close to a year ago now, uh, but there was a ice ship. I believe it's part of Canada's fleet, mm -hmm. uh, but it might be actually, yeah. you know, actually it might be a UK thing. So I don't remember the, the details, but you can search it easily because this ship, due to an online poll, got the name. Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> yeah, that stuff happens, has happened multiple, multiple times. Yeah, go, Google Bodie McBoatface. Like, it's I think, like recent. I think one of the first ones I remember was when like Lay's was having a contest to like name their flavors because they started coming out with all these like weird oh, flavored yeah. chips like biscuits and gravy and mm. like hot wings and ranch and shit. And they're like Hitler did nothing wrong chips or something <laughs> like so ridiculous. But like that type of shit can happen. Yeah. Like. How many Twitter users are actually bots? A lot. Yeah. Hint, it's it's a fucking lot, all right? I mean, could it be most? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it by at this point. How easy it is to make one bot into a billion bots. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, you just need a little bit more memory on your server. Right. You can have a like 
billion more bots. Are, are we bots? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anywhere near enough memory. Are, are you bots? <laughs> uh, are you guys bots? Yeah, right we could all, we're all bots now. Our stats would be so much better if any of these people <laughs> were bots. Yeah, no, right. our numbers alone prove that there's no freaking bots. Yeah, bots. you guys with the bots, what are you doing? Oh, man. You aren't hitting us up. Yeah, those. Oh. we got some rookie bot numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> I'm sure that some people have like thought we might have botted it up on the facebook um page follows be- yeah. especially with all the bangladesh folks but it's legit bangladesh folks holla yeah Hi. hit us up on youtube dog. yeah we, we've talked to some of them and stuff and it's like yeah, actually yeah, sure. but that was due to an advertising campaign yeah. so i mean there was it wasn't naturally it wasn't organic yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'll say that much but i mean it was advertising campaign for our actual show it just seems that like our marketing uh, clicked with Bangladesh and uh, to about half as much uh, Pakistan and more so than the U.S. So we just ran with it. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't yeah, even did. targeting them specifically. It was uh, them choosing us was organic so, uh, as as much as – and this was like 60 bucks of advertising too. So it's not even like I had some like rich uncle toss me something to get those numbers. <laughs> No. Anyway, not hey, that I have anything to prove with that. But. Yo, rich uncle. <laughs> yo, dog. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got all. All right. We're done with the White House news. So So let's let's reinitiate the submarine of the next thing. Yeah. Well, wait, you had like a closer. One one last takeaway. Just like stay informed. I know it's it's really fucking draining. And like, I'm I don't even really enjoy talking about it. Honestly, I don't enjoy reading about it anymore. (laughs) It's like it's fucking maddening. But you just you have to stay informed. Like, I mean, shit. Crazy shit is happening all over the place. And I'd say at least give it 20%. Whatever yeah, you least, think is yeah. an informed person, try to stay 20% as informed as that person. You can at least be in the in the club with us, at least yeah. uh, in your conversations with people or whatever. Support some things that actually have some data behind them. Yeah. Because there's so much hopping on the bandwagon of things that like sound plausible. Trickle-down economics is another one that's like, oh, that makes sense. I get it in theory, but it totally throws out all the times historically it's been tried, and it depends on certain people making certain decisions that historically they never make those decisions. Yeah, it depends. So, like it's a, a lot perfect of, world thing. A lot of like economic theory depends on the fact that people are rational actors, mm-hmm. and we're not. No one yeah. is, and that's just that's that's like a major flaw of like some of these uh, theories is that people are not rational at all well, and also sometimes it's rational but the motivation is is not considered so say yeah. you have all these corporate entities led by ceos that the individual ceos want what's best for humanity and they want to grow the company but also uh have a stable workforce that they can employ for a long time and keep healthy and the company can grow and humanity can get better and their role in humanity can help people as a whole and even with that ceo that ceo has a greater obligation than his obligation to humanity to uh, appease the stockholders. And with yep. stockholders, there's a diffusion of responsibility. Yeah. So the stockholders, they just want results. And they'll, they'll sell stock and be disappointed, some of them, when a company gets bad press for being bad. But if they're bad under the table all day, it's fine. There's no press about it. I'm getting my numbers. All these other stockholders are doing it. So the response, it's not on me. It's not my responsibility. The responsibility is diffused and uh, a corporation can function uh, without ethics in yeah. that way or the very minimal 
uh, whatever is press facing, uh, just saving face ethics. Yeah. And it can't even be pinned on individual evil actors. It's a a form of mob mentality. Yeah, it's like a big smokescreen for that type of bullshit. That's one of the reasons why trickle-down economics doesn't work. It's like the the platform behind the tax breaks for the rich. Yeah, totally. All right, that's it. All right, enough politics bullshit. Ta-da! Ooh, this seems like it got mysterious suddenly. Anarchy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How about some more science news? Oh. I feel like some science shit, right? We all like science. Science yeah. is cool. And we, we've, we have got a science week for you today. All right. So CERN, who built the Large Hadron Collider, good old LHC, the giant particle collider. The place where the Higgs boson was discovered. Yes. The particle that grants matter mass. Yeah. For which there would be, uh, for what? How light seems to not have inertia, because it just doesn't fuck with the Higgs field. Yeah. Which really, we should be talking about the Higgs field rather yes. than the Higgs particle. Because yeah. particle, when you're talking about this kind of stuff, is more like a coordinate. Like, electrons are more like a coordinate than an actual physical object. Uh, and that's how the Higgs field is, too. Well, it's, it's more... like a potential coordinate, even. It's not even Correct. like an actual coordinate. It's just... Yeah, it's like a shell where these coordinates could take There's place. There's like a bunch of potential coordinates that it might appear... If you look at it at the right time. And it seems to exist in all those coordinates at the same time until yeah. it's measured. It's like yeah, it's like <laughs> a field that like all the coordinates move through. Yeah. So if you interact with the the Higgs field, then you have mass and therefore inertia or capable of, you know. Yeah, and what it might like help us understand gravity better. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of cool shit. But anyway, so CERN has released their plans to build an even larger particle collider called the Future Circular Collider, or the FCC. Nice! Which made me think of the old school Frankenstein's Calculator Club. I gotta do a shout out. Yeah, there's other things called FCC besides Ajit Pai's uh, thing. If you look up FCC music, totally get some of our old crap. Yeah, it's check it out there. too. Yeah. I, I legit like will pop on. I actually have like one of your old CDs, and I'll like pop it on once in a while and like rock it. So many good tracks. Hell anyway, yeah. it's so on, I think you can find it on iTunes and YouTube too. It's anyway, somewhere. So Frankenstein's Calculator Club was a musical endeavor. Yeah. Um, SoundCloud. So to put this in perspective, right? This the future circular collider. I gotta I gotta brush up because I just had it and then I forgot because my brain's a little. So like the how much more massive it is. Yeah. So the Large Hadron Collider is like sixteen and a half miles in around circumference. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. You know, if you started at one point and ran around the whole length, it'd be sixteen point six miles. This thing is going to be about fifty to sixty miles around. Nice. So a diameter. That's. That's what I'm looking for. 50 to 60 miles in diameter. And if you're wondering how a long Taurus, how just like a racetrack that's really long um, that something can keep going around in, how that helps us discover a particle, it's actually really easy. I'm, I'm disappointed that has this easy explanation of what CERN is and what it does hasn't been thrown out there more. But it's like smashing something to see what's inside. Yeah. It's like taking this piggy bank and smashing it to see what coins are in it. And doing that over and over again to see if all the piggy banks have the same coins in them, if some have different coins, if we're going to discover a rare coin that only uh, one out of 20 piggy banks has. 
Yeah, that's a really like good way that. to put it. Yeah, because yeah, it's the basically the only way we can get into stuff that small is to take the larger object and just smash the crap out of it into another one. And by larger object, I mean an atom. Yeah. Smashing one atom into another atom. Or even so like can... electrons and, and protons and mm. shit. Yeah, and busting like... one proton to the other so we can see the quarks and the other crap that's in there. Yeah, and that's what's... And, and the thing is, like, the faster you accelerate them before they collide, the the more you can the more information you can get from that collision and the more the smaller objects that actually live inside these uh you know protons and neutrons and then but they started like getting deeper into like quarks and then there's like gluons and tau particles and all this other bullshit and there's like a full like whole other uh it looks like the periodic table of elements of just like subatomic particles yeah the current fundamental particles the the building blocks of atoms uh, really interesting because uh, if you're close to our age, uh, which is like early 30s, <laughs> the. <laughs> but I count still if you're round. No. Anyway. If we round down, that's sure. Cuspy. Mid. Just, just fucking. The, whatever. It doesn't. Who cares? We've told you before, so you have to listen back to all yeah. the other episodes to figure <laughs> out. Right. Or just look at Facebook. Anyway, we were taught that it seemed that um, neutrons. Uh, protons, protons electrons, and electrons, those were the fundamental particles. It. But that there might be something that we're calling tentatively quarks inside them, but we're not sure if they're really in there. Yeah. It turns out they are. And then they are. Yeah. And then they have, like, cool names, too. Because there, yeah. there was just, like, the, the there were, like, three normal quarks, I think. They were just, like... There's up, down, strange, and charm... Yeah, and then there's two more, right? Because there's, there's two there's more that are opposites. I can't remember. I don't the other remember. Ones. Yeah. Bonus points if you remember. We'll we'll send you one of our sponsors things, or like probably meet you in person. It's yeah, probably one of you know, our buddies. I can't, if can't you throw out everything. the other two quarks in the comments. Yeah, do it. And then it turns out, yeah, there's gluons that live inside quarks. And you know, just all kinds of shit. But so if we have a larger collider, we can accelerate things faster and see if there's even more cool little parties happening inside those piggy banks. Totally. Yeah. See if we can get some rare Canadian coins. <laughs> some, uh, oh man. Some them loonies and loonies. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what do they call those? It was like when I was a kid, we, we moved from Alaska to Las Vegas. And so we drove through Canada and we got stranded there for like two weeks and stayed on this camping ground. But it, people there were super cool and like helped us out. Hello. Gave us hell loonies. <laughs> swimming in loonies as a kid, man. Loonies swimming. Swimming in loonies. Hey, you know, we're at the top of the broadcast again already. Oh, shit. Wow. So now, now I, I remember the, the old cultural tradition that we're bringing back. It is time for commercial Advertising chug. chug. Hey, everybody. Crazy Jay from the Rockin' Comedy Show. There's a lot of talk right now about new year, new you. What about new you, old car that needs to look new? If you've been listening to RadioVegas.rocks for the past couple of months, then you know all about Angel Wax and how amazing this product really is. We've been telling you about it. People have been buying it, and it's only going to get better. So what do I mean by that? How about Tommy Davis, the man behind Angel Wax? He's getting ready to start an invasion an invasion you're going to want to be a part of this is where they're going to travel across the country doing public hands-on demos and they're going to bring the brand out to more people in the public eye and more people are going to know about it that means more beautiful looking cars on the road angel wax check it out online check them out on facebook order yours today mention radio vegas.rocks you're not going to be disappointed if you're a car buff who loves to spend the weekend or a lot of time detailing your car you need to get all products from Angel Wax, and you need to order them today. 
two notes on that. Angel Wax going on this tour, washing cars. That's really cool. Yeah. Another note. Uh, there was a a cool play on words there. We're talking about um something with buffing. I don't know. Listen back to the commercial. Yeah. I was going to point out, and then like I there's a if you're a car buff. Car buff. Thank and you. And like Man, to spend like, a lot of time that? My detailing your car. Yeah. Now, if you're a car buff and buffing is something you do to a car, I don't know. I was amused by that. But hey, Naked City Pizza, we always mention them manually, and there's a sick new ad for them. These are our homies. I've loved this pizza like before I even met Jay. Uh, and, and Legit. Before RadioVegas.rocks was just rocking comedy show, before it was even a station, there was Naked City Pizza, and they've been with us for a minute. And Pepperoni awesome. cups. Pepperoni cups. I'm a person that likes a good deli and uh, also can appreciate a good pizza and a good cold one. Well, one place that's got some great cold ones on tap and some fantastic pizza and other stuff, because you can just smell it when you walk in the door. You're like, I'm home, is Naked City Pizza Shop. And there are two convenient locations for you. One on Arville Street. It's at 3240 South Arville, inside Moondoggy's Bar. And the other one's Paradise, 4608 Paradise Boulevard. you got two to choose from. You walk in, the smells from the fresh dough, and they make their, their own sausage, you know, so they're... Get that pizza with like some, I think it's got dried tomatoes on it, sausage, pepper, I think it's got a few meats, and they've got incredible sandwiches too, and salads, and uh, also they're famous for their buffalo wings. They were even so famous for those, and I'm not talking about that because I'm telling you about the other stuff that was just so awesome, but I did have the wings and they are freaking killer, and uh, they were featured on uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives, so uh, go check it out, Naked City Pizza, two locations, 3240 South Arville Street, and the other one on uh, 4608 Paradise Road. Thanks, Tom. Also, there's one on, um, you New know, one. inside the Cortez. Yeah. Gotta love the Cortez. And then here's our other buddies. So stoked to run a commercial for them because we love talking about them because we like swearing in Spanish. Ah, uh, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique, but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience. By using high-quality meats and seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high-quality artisan breads. They could have made it complicated, but they chose not to. Why? Because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness. It's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco. According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals f asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website, pinchestacos.com, for a location nearest you. That is right, taco time. Can I share something this moment as an interstitial regarding taco hood? Sure. I feel like I should share with people my method of eating tacos because of its superiority and the fact that I've never seen someone eat a taco as cleanly as I can, dropping as few pieces. All right. I'm interested, but also skeptical. Yes. So I, I hate the sound of people eating, nor do I ever want to watch anyone eat. I don't like it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not going to eat for you guys. 
but I will show you so you can try this at home or at your favorite taco location, maybe Pinche's Tacos. So you have your taco like here, right? It's in the classic half moon shape. What I'll do is I'll cup my hand over my right side of the taco, your left. The back side, yeah. In this case, yes, the, the back side. I like that terminology better even. So I'll get the top, top back, cover the whole top. And then the other side facing me, I'll get a little tilt to it. And I'll go at that side carefully. But with a couple munches, I can generally fit most of that half, at least minus maybe a little action on the bottom, in my mouth. Even though it's technically more than one bite, mm -hmm. it's one instance of chewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll get a relatively balanced uh, amount of the junk inside that way. Because I'm not the neglecting the junk. bottom or going at the bottom and having this flappy top yeah, break yeah. And, and, and just leave us right. to be on the bottom to get later. Ugh. Yeah, So I can see that. All a right. little bit of extra meat on the bottom part, I'll just attack that first as I go into my hand. And I go into it like this, <laughs> and I, I go under, under oh, see how man. this, look really close. It's like a, like a, uh-huh, yeah, like that motion. All right, all right. I mean, just tune into our YouTube if you're a radio listener, and you need to see exactly it. what I mean, but you probably got the idea, and uh, and comment below if you have any improvements on that. So. I love it. All uh, right. Co Wait, there's a, another taco-related commercial. I'm sorry, one more, real quick. Hey everyone, Josh Coots from Viva Sky Radio and the Logos Lounge wants you to check out Count's Tattoo Company, located inside the Rio Casino on the second floor of the Masquerade Mall. They have some of the most talented artists I would know had work done. I already have set up my next three appointments. Walk-ins are welcome. Appointments always appreciated. Check out the Facebook and Instagram for monthly specials. If you mention the Locals Lounge and or RadioVegas.rocks, you'll get 20% off your tattoo. And that's badass. 702-221-2543. 702-221-2543. Custom tattoos done the Count's Tattoo Company way. You guys, I totally thought that said Taco Spot. I was like, whoa, there's another taco sponsor that I didn't know about. Well, cool, let's learn about Taco Spot. No, it's just Pinche's Tacos. This says Tattoo Spot. Tattoo is totally different <laughs> You just have taco. tacos on the brain? Oh, um, clearly. But I hear those, the tattoo artists there love tacos. So, so there we go. Yeah. Brilliant. Full circle. We did it. Guys, we can we can end the show early, guys. Which means uh, platonic female relationships as well. When I say you guys, okay. <laughs> all right, all right, I got this one. Yay! Let Come me, on, hey, let me give you one. For, that's for you. Oh yeah, oh, that's, shit. that's the perfect one. All right, let me let me set the stage for this one because this is this is some next level shit I ain't never heard of. Neither has no one else. And the history of the world. Neither ever. no one. Neither no one. <laughs> All right. All right. So, I mean, I'm getting older. You're, everyone's getting older. You're getting, you know, everyone suffers the passage of time, that, that sick, sadistic son of a bitch. And, uh, you know, my posture's terrible. I got back problems, man. I keep feeling it in my lower back. You know, I just can't handle it, right? So what are you going to do? You know, probably you, you, a normal person would go to a chiropractor, right? Maybe go to a doctor, you know, get, get, things some, to do, yeah. get some like icy hot patches or some shit, right? Poke it with some needles. Right. Yeah. Acupuncture, whatever. No, not this revolutionary, right? Oh. He found a cure 
for lower back pain. And this, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Non-medical cure. And this cure involved him injecting his own semen into his fucking arm with a or, with a hypodermic needle. To help his back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's not the best part. Guess how long he did this. Once a month for how many months? Six months? Nah. More than that much? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, like, how many months do you have to do this before you're like, hey, maybe I shouldn't shoot my own fucking jizz into my arm? I feel like the the it would get contaminated somehow. Like, something on the inside of my pants would get injected into me, too. Eventually, yeah, he, had, he did have to seek medical attention uh, because he developed an abscess, and it was pretty fucking infected. Uh, luckily, modern medicine was able to help him with that, which he probably should have turned to in the first place. But he did this for 18 months. <laughs> like, oh man, and and the doctors were fucking mystified. Because they're like, where did you get this information? Like, who, who told you this? Because we have, no one's ever heard of this shit. Oh no, he probably just, like, learned about what stem cells are and how they usually function. And got them totally confused with zygotes. Right. Because you have to fertilize a zygote before you have any, like, cells turning into stuff and specializing. Which is like that stem cell tip. When you just have a zygote, there's not a stem cell situation there at all. But he eventually, (laughs) they eventually, after, like, scouring the internet and trying to find any source of injecting your own semen. He wouldn't tell them? He didn't open up on where he got this? No, no, I guess not. (laughs) And they were trying to find if it was, like, documented anywhere. And they found one dude, some doctor in Dublin, I guess. Yeah. And he said he had divided this cure independent of medical advice. Obviously. (laughs) But the good thing is is that uh, it's actually providing some information for... Uh, these doctors, because there's never been any information on what happens when you inject your own semen. So that's a plus, I guess. Yeah, I can't think of any <laughs> study that would let us know what, like, subdermal cum does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it infects your fucking arms and, and gives you abscesses in your veins, which I is, mean, like, gross. But I feel like that the, the infection and the abscess thing happens with intravenous drug users, too. It could totally just be a cleanliness thing. Yeah, that it no, it totally does. Um, but yeah, it is really like a cleanliness because I mean, like, I used to be a junkie for a couple years, never had an issue because I was fucking clean. Um, but yeah, I think that's like more rare. It was probably like more common back in the day when people were like hella sharing needles and shit. But now you can just walk into like drugstores and like buy needles, so it's not a big deal. That's awesome that that had that effect by giving people just a little bit of trust with things. Right. But still. It just seems like the some step in acquiring the semen and getting it into the thing had to involve some kind of contaminant. Because, yeah. I mean, the, if, if it itself is sterile, it doesn't mean that your doodle's washed enough for it to be sterile as, like, a Yeah, because you always hear, like, it. urine is sterile. It's sterile until the point it leaves your body. And then, like, it's not sterile anymore. Yeah, you know? so it's almost like a misleading non-fact. yeah. You know, maybe it's sterile if you like pull it out of your bladder with a needle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
but, no one is doing when they're drinking it. No. But I just met like I mean you're like okay, uh Advil uh injecting <laughs> myself with semen. Like I just I mean there's so many other options. Now Advil has an issue with liver toxicity. Yeah. But it doesn't give if you, you take arm like abscesses. a sh- if you take a shit ton of it yeah. and it has an added bonus of you don't have to inject yourself with your own fucking semen. No way. So I mean Perfect. you know, yeah, it's seems like an optimal like there's way to go about it. Or you could just go to an actual doctor and not like look up some fucking rando on the internet who's like, Yeah, I cured back pain. Well, how many months? I mean, was his back pain better psychosomatically then? Because like, I, I what, what that's what that's yeah, a good it doesn't, question. Was it working for him? It doesn't it doesn't say. <laughs> Before and the like that's what I was down, curious. Was this kind of a move. That's what I was curious too. I'm like, did the dude just keep doing this for 18 months and like still have back pain? But was like, oh no, it's gonna work. This is the month. This is the one that's gonna do it. Like, all right, I only have to, I only have to jack off, which I hate doing, <laughs> one last time, so I can shoot myself up with my own semen. Yeah. I'm this, actually surprised this hasn't been like medically reported before. This is like a fetish move. Right? I don't I feel like it's I mean, there's some off the wall fetishes, but this is like way out there. People don't inject a lot of weird things. Yeah, because it's dangerous. Yeah, there's no filter. Like it's fucking there. dangerous. And when like you're filtering it after the fact, it could go through the brain before it ever gets through the liver or whatever. Yeah. And like I mean Ugh. Just, <laughs> ugh God. Ugh. I can make those sounds all day about it. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Fun oh, facts man. though. This dude. Hey, for learning. I just Holy cow. I mean, you know, some people... You, I feel like sometimes you just got to make a judgment call. I'm with, <laughs> I, I'm, I've been revisiting the Bill Hicks train. I'm a fan of Bill, Bill Hicks, but, you know, the herd needs to be thinned. All right? <laughs> it's a judgment call. I'm making it. All right? See, that's why... Back, back around, this is one of the arguments for that uh, basic minimum income action. I yeah. keep calling the wrong thing. But UBI. Yeah. Universal basic income. So you have this universal basic income and people that are difficult to diagnose to get on. And I, I know it's a loaded word to talk about welfare, but you can either let homeless people die in the streets or you can pick people up when they fall on hard times and have a social structure. Um, but a lot of the things that get in the way of someone doing the basic life skills that keep them surviving are mental health issues that oftentimes are difficult to diagnose in someone that seems like a good conversationalist that, that maybe they're a military veteran and they're like a strong together person before whatever happened to them. Sometimes uh, mental things manifest way later. Schizophrenia is a big one that can manifest way later. Yeah. And uh, you put these things on this person like it's their choice. Oh, there's these social things that they're not taking advantage of. They're not choosing to. Well, part of that's people are proud, too. Yeah. I, sometimes you're just too proud to take advantage of these social things. But if they're already there, then you don't have these proud people that are good people with disabilities going around injecting stuff into themselves or taking a hostage because they can't get an e-cigarette or all these crazy mental health things that uh, are not being uh, 
into the social network that's there. We've got good social infrastructure to help people like this before it comes to this. And we can't get mad at them for being too proud to take advantage of it. Or to not recognize it. Like, yeah, it's not I mean, the to thing is, too, like, if too. you if you just develop schizophrenia and, like, it seems very real to you. Yeah. Like, you aren't going to be like, oh, I'm schizophrenic. I should go to the doctor. Or any other number of, like, mental health issues. Especially like, the more common kinds of schizophrenia that aren't the generic hearing voices, seeing hallucinations. There's schizophrenia where you just think that someone's out to get you or that uh an estranged lover is leaving you messages or objects yeah and you waste your life in trying to chase them when they don't like exist yeah but yeah. you can put together facts that make it seem like that because it's your perception yeah and that could be someone that seems crazy ish but it's like oh they're just like in love with this person they don't realize it's like destroying their life and it's an imaginary person yeah and there's like so many number of like mental uh health things they are like Dude, like, people have strokes and, like, don't even fucking know, man. Like, I, my, my grandpa, um, and this was, like, years ago before he passed, he had a stroke and no one in the family knew for, like, a week until they noticed he started talking weird. And he thought he was talking normal, but his grammar was, like, all fucked up. Whoa. And he and, couldn't even perceive it. Cause yeah, and yeah. he had, like, he had no, he thought he was talking completely normal. And by that time, it's too late. Like, there's actually... Uh, it's called the golden hour, where, like, if you recognize someone's having a stroke, if you get them to the hospital within an hour, um, pretty high probability that they can correct it and there's no, like, long-term damage. But if it goes a couple of days, like, you just, you had a stroke and whatever happened, happened. But, like, there's so many things that, and our brains are so good at, like, making us feel like everything's internally consistent mm -hmm. that, like, any, no like, we could all be crazy and yeah. we, would, we wouldn't know, so... Yeah. Because, I mean, it's such a small part of our eyes that even sees anything yeah. regularly. We're just always darting them around and maintaining this mental map of everything. Yeah, and not to mention, like, all of the information that your brain just filters out. <laughs> and it's like, you don't need to know about this. Like, if you could yeah. see all the information that's coming in, you'd probably go crazy. So we're just going to, like, not let you know that half of this shit exists. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, our brain's a crazy dog. All right. I, I felt like I learned something from that little rant. I yeah, the most, the most important thing, don't inject Check semen yourself. into your body. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that is a thing that actually happened. All right, you have to break this one down to me because I didn't, I didn't dive into this. I want to hear about McJesus. McJesus is a statue that is basically Ronald McDonald uh, crucified on the cross. <laughs> Nice. And I swear I've seen this a long time ago, but apparently this statue is on display in Israel. Mm. A lot of people are upset about it. Yeah. Because apparently religion's kind of big in that country. Huh. It's unfortunate. Yeah. There's not really much more to break down there, but except you should be aware. Yeah. Maybe we're lucky to live somewhere where we can uh, crucify fast food. Yeah. And we could, like, criticize religion. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, sometimes, <laughs> you know... Sometimes. Picnic of the Prophet Muhammad. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's such a crazy thing to me, man. I don't know. It's, uh, I feel like you just got to back up your shit these days. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, if you want to talk about all that shit and, like, try to dictate people's lives, you better come with some fucking proof. You know, I could understand being like, okay, what does this mean? What are you saying with this? And if the person's just like, fuck Ronald. I'm like, uh, okay, maybe I'm not as into this. But I'm like, okay, if you really had some intention, I'm not about to like break down some interpretation of it now. 
But I mean, that's one argument I can see. No, but that's like a fun debate time. Yeah. <laughs> let's. Pro- I mean, let's not yeah, like throw who knows? This away. Let's like, Maybe hey. they're saying we should crucify McDonald's. Maybe it's a commentary on McDonald's and not Jesus. Did you ever think about not, that? Not you damn you dicks. You can't bring that up though. You can't just. You just can't bring up. Like, it's always what about Savior Jesus. Died on. You can't show people that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it, know. It's totally belittling the atonement. Yeah, that totally really <laughs> happened. Yeah. Very seriously. Hey, no offense if you feel all atoned. Some offense. Some offense for me. Honestly. Yeah, some offense for me. We specifically. can afford some. I just yeah. give that just a, little, a little. little more thought. Sorry. Oh, um. man. At least we're delicate and friendly about offending you. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then this, la- this other one you have to break down for me, too, about Alibaba's city brain. You know, I think that was another one that Ange Kerfoot. Oh, did she did she break it on? But it's pretty it's a pretty big deal that I'll probably have more details for you on next week. But the deal about it just the city being like like a smart city, Um, and Alibaba, if you're not aware, is one of the biggest corporations in the world. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's and uh, it's under uh, under considered what a major part of both the American and Chinese economy, that is. It's like a total uh, hub of commerce and trade between the two nations. Yeah, for sure. And apparently they're behind, like, a city-scale brain, smart city thing. And, uh, yeah, so check it out. I'm going to check it out more over the next week. We'll talk about it more together, you guys. All right, so I got this. I think, I think we can dive into this for a bit. It should be fun. Um, and you guys can play along at home, so pop in. Uh, feel free to pop in. All right, so this is 10 quick tips when choosing a DJ or artist name. So my idea for this is we'll we'll go through each one and modify our DJ names with the new information. Oh, wait, no. So how does this work? This is the, the DJ name so this, like, this generator helper thing? Yeah, so this is an article. It's called 10 quick tips when choosing a DJ or artist name. All right? Oh, okay. Um. I think they're all pretty shitty, but whatever. Feel free to play along at home. We'd love to hear some of them. I know you guys are creative as fuck. Uh, so we'll go through all ten. And as each one comes up, we'll modify it. So after the first one, we'll come up with a DJ name and then just mo- or artist name, whatever, modify it as we get new information. All right, new game. Yeah. And if you're watching this later, listening back, uh, you know, still comment on the YouTube chat. In hindsight, and we'll check it out next week. And yeah. Your comments will not be in vain. Maybe uh, you can even, uh, if you're. Yeah, so this is one of those, like, you know, feeling like hollering. 10 point advice articles or whatever for this, you know, so. Number one, is the web domain taken for your required name? Okay, that's legit good advice, though. That I is. Hate when people are like, this is our band name. Like, did you Google that? Because there's, like, one of those in town already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should probably Google and make sure that there's like not already a band with that same name. Yeah, you'd be surprised the parallel thought about your clever combination of two words that seem like they're... Uh, yeah, you're not a unique and a special snowflake as you think you are. Yeah, two words that are an oxymoron is like every band name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to start off with DJ Snowflake. <laughs> like, is that wrong that it's only one word? I'm liking that. It's growing on me. 
But did we Google it? Are we supposed to Google it right now? I mean, you can if you want. Yeah, no, we're doing each of these tips, man. We're all right. playing the game all the way. So that's your. Uh, I'm gonna look up DJ Snowflake, and I'm gonna also see if there's a DJ Snowball. <laughs> oh, there is a DJ Snow Snowflake. Oh, god damn it! I want to take DJ Snowball. Urban Dictionary, that fellas. Oh, there's that's a thing too. Wow, this game is harder than I thought. <laughs> right? Uh, wait, okay, I got one. DJ right. Doodlebop. <laughs> Taken. That's tip, right? Yeah. I'm spelling it the proper way, too. Like, both those words are... Dude, it's totally taken! Oh, god damn it. There's a DJ Doodlebop. All right, uh, just Whoa. a dip. All right, so... All right, so we're in the hole. No, we're, all, we're no, no, already... No. I got... No, there's a DJ Flappy! F-L-A-P-P-Y. That all was right. taken. No, I'm going to find one, man. Okay, so you let out the second one. I'm going to try all right, to find right. this one. Second tip, your name is going to be put on flyers, so don't call yourself DJ Weed or DJ Gun Tings. <laughs> Chances are a night will not book a DJ that's name is associated with violence or drugs. Oh. All right, so I, we weren't associated with drugs, but we also are second, probably tenth in line with that DJ name. Um, I got one um, there, uh, DJ Popcake. <laughs> DJ Popcake? That sounds like... You can expect genre even from that. Yeah, all There's right. There's a DJ Cake Pops, but his 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 essay. Oh, that, I no got DJ one. DJ Cake Pops. Oh, okay, I got one. DJ Curmudgeon. Ooh, let's see. Curmudgeon. I mean, I feel like no one would go to that show, but you know, I got a. <laughs> That's absolutely like a major one. Really? <laughs> oh my god. DJ Curmudgeon's got uh, thought some stats. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Trainwreck. DJ Trainwreck? Oh, man. That's got to be one. Yeah, that's it totally a, is. A, a weed. I came up with that like 10 million years ago. <laughs> that's a good one. Definitely taken. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm fucked. DJ Popcake. I'm winning and, so far. And we're already... We already came up with this one. Is anyone... At tip three, is anyone else using your name? Well, that's... Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. That's the same as tip one. Okay, <laughs> I know. moving on. All right. We're just trying to make ten in this list, apparently. Yeah, I. That's what I. I mean, it's all the same thing. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's number four. Like, make sure someone else hasn't been using the name. No, not yet. <laughs> all right, so I gotta come. Up. All right. Um, Throw them at me. I'm gonna find you one. We're gonna. All find right. It. DJ. I. Well, no, that's definitely taken. I bet all you right. I can find you one really quick. That's like DJ Ardvark. Oh, dude. How about Aardvark DJ? Fuck DJ at the front. I'm doing DJ at the back. Aardvark DJ. Aardvark DJ services. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. God I, damn DJ it. DJ Aardvark is not taken. All Aardvark right. Aardvark DJ is. All right. I'm DJ Aardvark. All <laughs> no, right. No, no, no. What about DJ Rotary? <laughs> That's like such a common word for not being a thing. DJ Rotary Club? Yeah. There's no no, no club. There's just DJ just, Rotary? Yeah. You just All right. sit and spin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. DJ Rotary. I love it. All right, I'm DJ Rotary. Oh, I'll take it. Liked it. All right. Unless you want to trade me for DJ Popcake. Hell no. <laughs> All right. Number four. Always use the correct spelling. Oh, they're telling you not to, like, spell words crazy? Yeah. Because that's traditionally something that's always annoyed me. It's only when I, like, started caring about SEO and stuff that I got it, like, why that could be valuable, but I feel like... You just should have a cleverer name if you have to spell it weird. Yeah. All right. 
Number five. So we don't we don't have to. I mean, we already spelled our names correctly. We don't have to give a shit about These that. These are definitely spelled right. We need right. that one in advance. All right. Number five. Choose a name for search engine results. This is literally the same as number one. And three, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Choose a name for search engine results. You mean one that's not taken by someone already? Yeah. Done. <laughs> like I, we could totally we could write these articles all day. Okay, maybe there's some details in there that are slightly different on this one. Because, uh, no, I, can't, I was like, you, you probably should spell it so it's easy to search. No, that was Well, this one is about, five. like, it says, like, think about your name in a way that will show up in search engine results, I guess, which might be slightly different. But um, this, could, this could be a double-edged sword, though, because if you pick a name that there's lots of search results for, those search results aren't going to be you. Yeah, yeah, If it's, like, DJ, uh, local plumber, you're going to be buried by local plumbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> DJ plumber. <laughs> All right, number six. All right, I'll read this whole thing because it, it goes to the point. It's just think to the future. DJ Plumber is available, by the way. Yeah? Guys. All yeah. right, I'm switching to DJ Plumber. Ooh. All right. I'm taking DJ Rotary then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just I read an interview with DJ Fresh years back when he started to become commercially famous, blah, 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 as a household name. So, yeah, DJ Fresh maybe didn't age well. You know, because you can only be fresh for so long unless you're, like, constantly reinventing yourself, you know? Not only that, but fresh is a word that's going to have a lot of conflicting search results. Yeah. So that actually violates the previous rule. Yeah. So DJ Fresh is out. DJ Plumber, DJ Rotary's in. That's right. All right. Listing on download stores, as well as many other listings, are often alphabetical. So if your name starts with a zero, you'll be listed at the end. And... That's not true. If no. it starts with a zero, you'll probably be one of the ones at the beginning. Numbers are usually first. Yeah. Anyway, I guess it depends. It totally depends. Yeah, but I, I think most of the time, like, numbers are first, right? If it's, like, just a regular SQL search, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, unless you've got, like, some, you know, something else to the, the thingy that pulls up your data. All right. But the thing is, uh, if search results are not alphabetical, so that one is just all out. Okay, so you're looking at the, there's no list of. But if you're like if you're searching on like iTunes or something, right? Also not alphabetical. No it's by relevancy. Oh, okay. Yeah, all, right. all search results are always by relevancy now. The only time you'll have something alphabetical is if it's like a curated list that someone put alphabetically. Gotcha. And in that case, you're on the list already. I mean, if someone's giving up halfway through on that list, they weren't going to like you anyway. All right. So number eight, I think we're totally fucked. <laughs> Oh, Avoid no. putting DJ in front of your name as in listings you will oh! be in with a sea of other artists called DJ something or other. That ruins our names because Rotary searches terribly with, without the DJ part. Oh, man. What about... Rotary Wonder. Rotary Wonder. Rotary Wonder. Let's find I out. I gotta be, uh... There's no Rotary Fuck. Wonder. Any, any like, plumber thing is just gonna come up plumbers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm screwed, man. No, no, no. Not if you're audio plumber. Oh, that's oh. a oh shit, that's a good one. You do have to Nope, taken. God damn it. <laughs> I was like you the first results are local plumbers though still with a yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. I'm fucked. Oh All right. no. Wow. Wait, but we can use curmudgeon again with another word. Yeah. Um, Cur curmudgeon factory. <laughs> Alright, I like it. Oh dude, that's that's fire. Yeah? Oh dude, the the search results for that are so random that you'd get you'd get on the top of them right um, away. All right, curmudgeon factory. That's kind of like greasy conversation. Yeah, we yeah. got on Google 
we got the whole first page like within weeks. Yeah. No one had anything with that going on. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was some fire SEO. Just Fucking greasy. Greasy conversation, guys. All right. Check out our, we're, everything's before the fold. Can I be right. Curmudgeon Club? Curmudgeon Club! Dude, yeah. that sounds like a, like a Phoenix album or like a, a Vampire Weekend. Right? Yeah, it totally could. <laughs> wait, wait. I Curmudgeon's Club with an S. Oh, they got the S though. See, I don't got the S. It's different. All right. It is different, but the, it is a musician or a label. Yeah, they're lame. Posting as recent as 2017. They're super. Yeah, 2017. It's 2019. What the fuck, man? They don't exist anymore. I'll, I'll allow it. All right. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. You ain't posting shit since 2017. You're done. You're over. Yeah. All right. Number nine. Does your real name work as an artist's name? No. Nope. Nope. Why done. would that? Why is that in there at all? Whose real name works extra? Okay, I mean, if your name's like Fabuloso Jones, <laughs> you're you're close. You're you've got. Yeah. I don't know. I I I tune into some Mallow Jones. Yeah, I mean, but that's not my real name, but it is to me. Yeah. Well, all in right. This digital age. Yeah. It counts. It, your name is whatever you want, I guess. And then number ten. Branding is incredibly important. That kind of sounds like all of them put together. Yeah. Like Try all and... of this all of this is we're talking about branding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's gotta be one that that's that's one of those things on the list where like the the headline the headline is incomplete really doesn't tell us what Yeah, yeah. Which is like a lot of articles do. Yeah. That's why I thought it'd be fun to like uh deconstruct this. Number ten though says choose a catchy name that is memorable and rolls off the tongue easily. Oh, nailing it with Curmudgeon Club. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm hungry to use Curmudgeon Club for something. I know. God damn it. This actually ended up way more helpful than I thought it would. As right? A as an exercise. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what other people come up with. So comment and do all that shit. Yeah. See if you can, if you can do the bullets. And then, uh, man, I even forgot my, okay, rotary, rotary gentleman. Rotary <laughs> Captain Rotary. <laughs> it was Rotary Wonder. Rotary Wonder. <laughs> See, I've got some more to add to this. All right. Hyperbole is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah, like, making end. a name, like, just make it ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Because if it's, like, ridiculous, then it just sticks in your in your brain more. Yeah. And uh, you're like, oh, who is that band? And you're like, it was drum, 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 drum. I hate when it's ridiculous, but you mix it up with something else that you think of at the same time. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, um, uh, it's going to be one of those things where we can't think of an example. No, on the well, spot. Vampire Weekend's kind of an example. I used to never remember their name because I was like, some kind of day, and then that mythical creature that's hip right now <laughs> was a right. uh, zombie d- weekday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like sleeping in zombies. Uh, zombie month. Yeah, right. <laughs> zombie month, you guys. Zombie calendar. <laughs> totally different from Gregorian calendar. Hey, we should chalk off the last. Okay, just one more, one more before we close this up. I just wanted to show you guys one more brand new ad. Sorry, hold on, check this out. 
from top to bottom. The Golden Tiki is the most interesting bar in Las Vegas. It has so many hidden treasures inside that you need to go again and again just to take in the great decor you may have missed the first time. The Talking Tiki who puts on a show over the bar or the black velvet paintings that tell the story of the pirate William Tobias Faulkner and his influence on the bar. You gotta love the Tiki-inspired ashtrays, including those that blow smoke when you leave a cigarette inside. Hey, don't steal them. That's not cool. Grab some friends and order the treasure chest used for the $499 VIP service, or the $35 scorpion bowls, or $45 zombie punches, the skeleton that puts on his own show, or the waterfall, the lucky tiki you need to rub, the twinkle lights. I could go on and on, but just come down to the Golden Tiki 3939 Spring Mountain Road and experience the hidden hideaway for yourself. Did I mention at the Golden Tiki you should look for the Easter eggs hidden throughout the bar? Return and you'll most likely discover new things you didn't notice before, like Wilson hanging out behind the bar, or Bigfoot's footprint. The Golden Tiki 3939 Spring Mountain Road. That's right, as the tiki time fades away. If you need tiki hour, you can get all zip fizzed up and tiki it all day for more than one hour of tiki hour. So, we're at the tail end of our discovery journey together. I have my microphone too quiet. And we have just our last couple things to mention. We told you in the opening-y thing that we would talk about some robot stuff. We got them handled. We talk about Musk's Neuralink. If you're just tuning in now, you can catch that at the beginning. But how do you feel, Mallow, that we should kind of... I think we actually have time for two to four power nuggets to wean us off of this well, house I had, of news. Yeah, I mean, I kind of... I think we popped our news cherry early. News hose. Yeah, but... I, I had an idea occurred to me. It's probably the only one I ever had. Um, but what's, what's like your favorite band name of a band you don't listen to? Uh, oh, this you can is like, fun... you can stew on it. Cause I probably can't think of an example off the top of my head. Maybe save it for next week. No, I've got instant answers for this. Yeah. Husker do. I don't even remember what they sound like. Husker do. Husker do. Oh yeah. Husker do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm down with some who's could do. That's a really easy to remember band name for or like memorable. Or, I don't know embedded. Yeah, but like, you don't remember. Yeah, like yeah. I I listened to who's could do back in the day, but I can't. Rec- I mean, they're kind of like uh, you know, there's a, uh, something, something like that. Yeah. Ozma, Ozma was like a band back in the late '90s that I saw back in high school. Maybe it was early '90s that uh, no, nah, this was late '90s. But they basically sound like. Some of Weezer's Maladroit, not Maladroit, um, uh, Pinkerton. So okay. like Weezer Pinkerton, they're one of the bands that grabbed like, okay, the second song in Weezer Pinkerton, let's make that a band. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Just like, yeah, yeah, Pinkerton. Pinkerton the band. Track two, that's this like, band. That uh, band sounds like track four of Pinkerton. We sound like track two. <laughs> All the way. <laughs> yeah. We're totally just track two. Hardcore. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I was trying to think of some while I was away. On my it's little... funny that you like had a great question, and I don't and... have an answer to it. No. I don't have an answer to my own question. <laughs> I, had a, I had an instant one though. Yeah. I don't, I oh was wait, no, you think... we were talking. Wait, wait, wait. We were talking about R. Kelly getting fully exposed about his sex cult. Finally. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. Finally, we've been talking about this dude's sex cult forever. He's never let us in. No, I'm just kidding. 
it's only for little girls. It's really messed up. <laughs> yeah, but, apparently. Yeah, I'm kind of like, and, uh, come on, R. Kelly, let equal opportunity. I'm but there, yeah. Wow. R. R. Kelly's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. So like, there's some R. Kelly drama about him hooking up with underage chicks, which I mean, I felt like that was kind of like known. A while back when that whole like pee on, piss on you thing and then like Dave Chappelle had a couple skits about it on his show, mm. you know, and it was like, everyone's like, oh, that's just R. Kelly. Yeah, he just, this is probably consensually peeing on them, although there's obviously a power imbalance. But then check this out. The, the thing is just like throwing the phrase sex cult around. It feels like that's kind of amorphous. It doesn't seem like that's a concrete thing to put your head around, mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, the cult part. This is a lot of people's fandoms can become a cult where yeah. like, okay, there's a term for the people. There's a term for the fans. They get together. They meet about stuff. They interact with the artist. Uh, it can get culty when there's a culture that follows uh, an artist or whatever. I'm calling him an artist in this case. Sure, he did some art and stuff, but it's like kind of fucking cult artist at this point. And then it's about humping these little fellas. So it's like. Uh, as bad as if he wasn't an artist and was just making like a suicide cult, but without the suicide at first. Yeah. Just like a, like a, I don't know, well, it's death like, of it's the like soul. A, and it's like, at what point do you abandon your fandom of an artist when like something terrible happens? Or, like it reveals that like, hey, this person that like you looked up to and like enjoyed what they produced or like made artistically, mm -hmm. turns out like, they're a total pile of shit, right? Yeah. Like, and you're like, oh, fuck, like, man, like, I like their songs, but, like, every time I hear them, I'm going to be like, man, I like the song, but the dude's a total pile of shit. That's a hard pill to swallow, especially yeah, if right? it's an influence and part of your own style you see in that And, like, person. not even specifically to R. Kelly, like, what anyone you listen to personally that's, like, your favorite artist, like, man. Like, I can't, like, if Battles came out and, like, they were all in a sex cult, like, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it, dude. The leading, little, like, leading one. Yeah. Like, leader of this thing that's, like. Yeah. I would it's be not like, a fan club. Man, I would be super depressed for a long time. I, yeah. I don't know how I would deal with it. Like, it, that, that whole concept to me. And that's why there's, like, a schism between, like, his fans and then people who are, like, trying to call him out and be like, uh, R. Kelly sex cult. You know? yeah. Not only that, but I mean, it's time to move on. There's been like four or five other R. Kelly's since R. Kelly. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, totally. is he really giving you anything you can't get from a handful of other people? I mean, R. Kelly does do like the crazy, like melodic, rhythmic talking ad lib into the city he's at. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I mean, you and can't get that anywhere the, else. I believe I can fly. That song is so dated now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I, I, I'm, if you haven't had anything else make you believe you can fly by now, you just need to listen to more music. Yeah. Or R, R. Kelly is not drugs. the be-all and end-all of the R. Kelly sound. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, no, I've... you don't understand. <laughs> he's the only one that believes. He's no, he's no Fetty Wap. He's right. no Flow Rider. Oh, man. Not that these are the best comparisons. No. There's actually someone else that's like a better comparison that I can't remember right off. No. But and, that's not what I'd rather listen to. And like another one is like Chris Brown. Okay, yeah. Like remember when Chris Brown came and he was like, he beat the shit out of Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. And all that. And like, no big deal. Like it was just like some heat for a while and then he came back and people were like, I love Chris Brown. I totally let him whoop my ass. 
Hello, was Kristen. he still beating Rihanna? I don't know. I think I'm right. <laughs> Every day. Oh, no. Right. Man. Chris Brown creeps me out, though. Yeah. It feels like that was, like, one thing of a pattern. Yeah, yeah, Not that it's, probably. like, I'm one to say. Sorry, I mean, Chris Brown lovers. Yeah, um, I don't think you just, like, sporadically do that. Just, like, in the heat of the moment one time. But, anyway. Yeah, get on title, you guys. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. Or, like, if Beyonce was smacking people around. I'd be pretty bummed. I mean, I might pay to see that. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're having a hard time making points on this. Oh, man. <laughs> Double standards. We all have Clearly. them. And, Clearly, uh, double standards. And I might hate myself for him, but I'm I'm human. Fuck, man. I just you know. Okay, here's a proposal. So, what's that guy that like did the reality show as a cop? Like, not uh, but he's like a kung fu movie starry guy. Oh, you talk about Steven Seagal. Yes. So, what if Steven Seagal, uh? branched out and produced a version of his show where he reality show became a cop but beyonce was the cop beyonce dispensing street justice and putting perps in the back of a i guarantee you controller way more people would watch that than watch steven seagal's show (laughs) yo and i love me some like old school steven seagal movies because they're so ridiculous she might be one of the best celebrities to do that with. yeah powerhouse yeah i think so i was actually uh, for some reason, because I was bored last night, rewatching like Austin Powers three, which Beyonce is in. Hey, she's badass. I wouldn't mind being arrested by Beyonce. I'd even commit crimes <laughs> to be arrested specifically, but and get my ass whipped by Beyonce. Wow. I mean, that's just you know, I hey, can't help dream. myself. You know, yeah, you got a dream. <laughs> that's right. I still, I still want. This is like one of the only things I dream. This would. If I heard this, I would die happy. Beyonce covering War Pigs. Oh! We've got to be able to deepfake that. Because you know there's that Photoshop for voice now? This is not how they're actually, like, naming the product. But Adobe, the makers of Photoshop and Premiere and After Effects, known for their ability to bring into the hands of the public abilities to fake uh, your own CG video... And the power of Photoshop that we've known for so long mm. has brought a technology to where you can buy word. Because right now you can already splice syllables together. It's mm. really clumsy, though. But to be able to get a few sample words from a person and then type in your own phrase, or especially if you just change a word in their existing audio, and it contains syllables that are in the sample set, mm-hmm. the bigger the sample set, the better. But yeah, you can make them say whatever. Oh man, yeah, that would be killer. Yeah, that's the only that's the only thing I want out of life. Actually, that's uh, that's all I'm aiming for, man. So if anyone can like, you know, it's like make a wish foundation. It's Beyonce covering war pigs. Yeah, that's that's it. That would be just one of those great. I mean, if we can get we as in the internet community can get Weezer to cover, uh. That the, the that Toto song, to, that African song, the yeah. rains down in Africa. It's not made by Africans. Yeah, yeah. Toto. Not that you have to be African to talk about rain in Africa. No, bless them for bringing attention to Africa and its rain. But yeah, yeah anyway, it's so random and delightful, and it was a great cover, and it'd be almost as good as Beyonce doing War Pigs. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be the pinnacle cover. That's kill uh, it, man. That's I know. Good. God, you know what I'm saying, man. Just imagining it is like yeah. almost as good as it actually being real, but not. 
even close. So let's make it happen. I would love to know that even a single soul got the feeling in their heart that I get when I picture Beyonce covering War Pigs. Right. If there's anything that this show is about, especially in this moment, it's sharing that feeling with people. <laughs> and sharing it's true. What, remembering what it's like to dream. Right. Whatever, remembering what it's like to hope and look forward to a future where truly amazing, magical things can happen. Right. I mean, I've, it happened. I've had so many of my dreams crushed lately. Weezer Toto was a dream for so many. It was a dream I didn't even know I had. Yeah. And it just makes me feel like there is still fun and, and loving in the world and wholesome enjoyment. I mean, probably not, though, but, you know, it's fun to dream. Yeah. It's at least keeping me dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the more you dream, the less you have to be awake. It's true. That's <laughs> what I'm aiming for every day. Excuse me. So, guys, uh, be careful who you pee on. And yeah. don't make a sex call. Yeah. Just oh, I want to know who's on that glass tip. Who's going to see glass this weekend? The new M. Night Phenomenon. M. Night Phenomenon? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, dude, the, the ending of the trilogy that was like a secret trilogy. So this is, uh, this comes back to Unbreakable? Yeah, so it was Unbreakable. And I then didn't know Split. this was already out. I was looking forward to this. And then Glass comes out. I think this weekend is the release. Wait, so wait, what's the other one in the trilogy? Split. Because, oh, Split is in the same universe. Yeah. As... Which, spoiler alert, uh, you know, I mean, it's obvious now because you've seen the previews, but yeah, they tie, he ties it into the Unbreakable universe. Okay, because there is like a fan theory about one of his other movies tying into the Unbreakable universe. I forgot the deets on that. Yeah. So I thought I had I'm to wondering if like his movies are all in the same universe. That's a thing, possibly. Yeah. I mean, how could they? I mean, is there anything that concretely proves that they're not? No. Anyway, if you've got an exception, holla in the comments or shout at us on uh, Facebook. But yeah. uh, YouTube comments up, is where we're hungriest. But totally, up, thanks for tuning in. It's, uh, you know, it's scary focusing more on one platform, but we're also going to add Twitch. So look out over the next week and help us get our Twitch going. We're excited to have some of the custom chat things that it does and weird, uh, you know, weird emoji things that we can do with it. Maybe yeah. some weird bots. And we just generally want to, uh, give you guys some more candy with that and, and touch the Twitchers. So. We'll see you twitching later. And, of course, RadioVegas.rocks is who you've got to mention to all our sponsors to get the deals like 10% off at Naked City Pizza at the two locations mentioned in the ad. Rewind and enjoy. And catch you guys later. Now to say bye to the video people. Bye. Later, y'all. It's the after show. It's very bleak and depressing. Yeah, and time then, for uh, the bleak, depressing after show. Woo! Yeah. Uh, uh, no, this was a fun one. Yeah, it was. No, it was. Yeah, I had, I had oh, fun. Yeah. Woo, keep it bleak, guys. Thanks, <laughs>